right today is tuesday november 15 2016 episode 10 welcome back to emergency exit we're so happy that you guys are tuning in and listening and just being there listening to our rates uh, our rates our rants and raves but before we get started tonight our knowledge we're going to talk <laughs> about the brew world order and the brew world order well andy doesn't drink anymore 
So I'm going to continue it on the show. Must go on. I'm drinking a pale mosaic from Hops and Grain Brewery here in Austin, Texas. And it'll label itself as a dank, rich, hoppy, and vibrant pale L. And I cannot disagree any full. I'm going to just go ahead and say this is 4.5. That's right. 4.5. That's right. Andy over there is drinking his shitty Chick-fil-A lemonade. Chick-fil-A lemonade. The uh. nectar of the gods down here in the south. All right. Before we get into soul generating, we're going to talk a little bit of politics and news here. But... I'm going to talk about something real quick that I prepared. So sit back and relax and listen to the calm, velvety voice of the loose. <laughs> Roosevelt, Washington, Obama, Jefferson, Trump. Sounds weird, right? That's right. Last week, America <laughs> voted Donald Trump as its 45th president. I'm reminded from our last show on the Electoral College that the mere fact that this is the fifth time that the Electoral College has, pardon the pun, trumped the popular vote, only reinforces my belief that this winner-take-all system is the most undemocratic method for selecting a person to run the most powerful position in this free world. But now what's done is done. There are several protests going on in a lot of blue cities, including ours, Austin, Texas. I can't help but be disappointed in my fellow anti-Trumpers. I get that Hillary Satan lost and it's unfair. <laughs> I know she won the popular vote, but what's going on here? Some of the protests have been peaceful, but there have been vandalizing. There have been thefts. There have been riots. Some groups decide to start marching on highways and put themselves at risk of injury. I just saw a video of a protester getting hit by a car uh, because the protest just had to interrupt the traffic. I understand you're upset, but you should be upset with the 47% of Americans who decided to sit this one out. We need to change them, but this isn't over yet. The Electoral College will vote on December 19th. The electors will either cast the vote they were pledged to make or become a faithless elector and either change their pledge vote to the opposing party or simply follow half of the nation's lead and not vote at all. There is a slim chance Hail Dao can still win. However, this is highly, highly unlikely. But if by some miracle Clinton does win, it will only prove how messed up our voting system really is. Either way, it's time to pick up the pieces and get back to getting on. I, for one, wish President-elect Trump a good presidency. He deserves a second chance. Let's hope for no wars and peaceful living. Let's make America great again, Andy. Let's make America <laughs> great again. You like that, buddy? I'm so glad that you're on board with the Trump train. Now. I'm not on board with it. I have no choice. But <laughs> I, the thing is, I'm not going to be these uh, these protesters saying, we abolish the the." The Electoral College, it's not the Electoral College that needs to be abolished. It's the winner-take-all system. Um, it just creates landslides, and it'll be a lot closer of a race. Plus, that's not even on them. That The 47% of people in this fucking world, uh, in this country, didn't even vote. And that could have changed a lot. And I bet you a lot of those people were just like, well, I just didn't want to vote against this evil. I didn't want to vote against this fucking evil. Well, so, where, where did Jill, where'd your girl Jill Stein she, end up? She got like 1%. <laughs> she's the 1% is she what you're is saying. The, she's the 1%. <laughs> I guess I'm the 1%. We're the 99%. Jill Stein's the 1%. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Andy's got some stuff to say as well. Well, I'm so proud that you brought up all these old presidents in your intro here because we got... JFK, who cheated on his wife, and he went ahead and tried to uh, get us involved with a war with Cuba. Cuba. So uh, his record's not looking too you good. JFK? 
Yeah. I you're uh, gonna we're gonna get some troops and we're gonna or uh, gonna we're gonna go to Cuba. Yeah. Let's talk about the Kennedy family for a minute. Ted Kennedy drove off a bridge with a prostitute in his car, left her in the car to sink into a river and die. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, his attorney called the police. Oh, so, no. Let's talk about the Kennedys for a minute. JFK cheating on his wife in the White House. Total scumbag. Uh, getting us know, involved with a war with, war with Cuba he got us involved with. And then you, you brought up FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That's right. The uh, great guy who interned all the Japanese into internment camps. Wow, what a, <laughs> what a great guy that guy was. Uh, it's so funny when you look at history and people talking about Donald Trump, and they don't even want to look at the old heroes of theirs, the, the liberal party, when we look at all these past presidents. Right. So none of them have a good record. About time we give uh, Mr. Trump a fair chance. I'm, I'm going to try to give him a fair shake in this yeah. race. I mean, he, de- he deserved to win. He he fought a fight, and I mean, I, I I just have to say he's my president for the next four years at least, and hope he does a good job. Hope he doesn't disappoint everybody. Well, I am confident he's that he's got a lot do to a live job. up to. Is the bottom line, right? A lot to live up to, and a lot to a lot to do. He's got to fuck them all in the ass. That's what he said. You right? Any president that comes in and makes the whole left of the whole country start crying. I mean, uh, look what happened. Man, like, all happy. these protests. I mean, this didn't happen when Bush became president. No, we're you more know? rational uh, people back then. I, I guess. wonder what Republicans would have done if, if, if this happened to them. Well, it goes to show that now we're living in the trophy generation when you got on your Little League team and everyone gets a trophy. Oh, yeah. So now all the kids are crying in the streets, and they're only 18 years old, 19. They're out there wearing communist symbols on their clothing. Not even they're, they're running through the streets. They're trying to fight the police. They're trying to hit the police officers' horses. These people have no respect for anybody. No. And you know what? I've had enough of this. You're protesting in, in the cities where they all voted Democrat. All, I know. That's all the, the major that's city the, that's protests. That's what I can't get. It's like, you guys, like, did you look at the map of Texas and the way they voted? You've got just all the borders are blue, and then you got three major cities right there in the middle that are blue as well. And that's it. The rest and of that's where they're red. protesting. <laughs> if you want to protest, go to freaking, you know, go up north uh, to Oklahoma and Texas, uh, north Texas up there. Yeah. Why are you protesting in Los Angeles? Why are you protesting in Chicago? These places all voted Democrat. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of back when I was in living in Denton up by Dallas and I saw a protest of people standing on the square protesting the Iraq war. And I just remember thinking to myself, man, those people involved in the war all the way around the around the world are really seeing your sign right now. And they really you're making a huge difference. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that war was wrong, but still, I mean, people need yeah, to figure out, to, yeah. go out and vote if you got something to say, Absolutely. you know, don't sit out and not vote. Because in Austin, uh, less than 10% of the population even voted for the mayor last time. So people here don't care about voting. No. All they want to do is cause trouble in the streets, make themselves look like a complete buffoon, and uh, cause other people problems. Did you hear there was an ambulance that got stuck behind these protests and a kid died in the ambulance? Oh, really? I'm God, not sure where that was. And it was on InfoWars, so it could be fake. I don't know. <laughs> Alex Jones has got to get But I know here. everybody out there in this uh, emergency exit audience hates my opinion, so we're going to hear what Mr. Bill Burr's got to say. Ah, Bill Burr. Actually, I heard this. He was talking to Conan, right? Yeah, so here we go. Okay, this is Bill Burr on Conan O'Brien's show. And I, I don't understand why everybody's so upset. Yeah. You know, like, what's going to happen to you? <laughs> You liked Obama. Did he call you at all in the last eight years? Did he ever put a sandwich on your table? You do that. You're gonna keep doing that. You're gonna be fine. Right. Have you like, oh, what's he 
the most astounding thing I've ever seen. It was a surprise. Uh, was no, it no, 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 surprise. Dude, like, you're talking like, like, uh, Lake Placid, the Olympics, when we beat the Russian, buries that. Kurt Gibson's home run is a joke. Right. The Giants beat the undefeated Patriots, that's all a joke. Dude, the star of a reality show is gonna run the country. The guy who decided if Brett Michaels or, or Cindy Lauper would make a better CEO for a company that doesn't exist. <laughs> Just like just winging it, you know. <laughs> How are you gonna do that? Oh, you'll see. You'll see. See, it worked. Dude, he is the greatest shit talker of all time. He sat at a, like a hundred thousand dollar breakfast while the president trashed him. Oh, Humiliated. This is a couple of years ago. Yeah. The, uh, I'm yeah. Jumping around. White House Correspondents Center. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for giving it structure. Yeah. <laughs> the guy right my wife would love you she yeah. sit next to me during brunch she never knows what i'm saying yeah Sits no. there, the guy totally trashes him he's absolutely humiliated and within like two three years he had that guy's job right so you could never talk you could never talk shit to him going right. hey donald you know one time i was in a bar and this guy came in yeah oh really one time i was sitting i paid 100 grand for breakfast the president trump uh president what the hell's his name barack obama yeah he trashed me two years later i had a Jump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill Burr on Conan O'Brien. So Bill Burr didn't vote for either Democrat or Republican. Neither did I. And yeah, that's right. That's right. You left the grown-ups to make the decision for Shut you. Shut up. Well, you know why, dude? Uh, you know, I was telling you about these faithless electors, and you were like, "It's super, super rare." But I, f- I happened to find something on faithless electors, and their uh, it says you can even find their names. But it's happened uh, 157 times, dude, or uh, 157 votes have mm-hmm. uh, been faithless electors. And you said it's pretty rare, but that, dude, that's still a lot. Leaving our fate to people that can change their mind is not democratic. Yeah, well, Bottom why don't line, they just make it a felony? Well, they could. Why not? Why haven't they? Oh, it says right here. There are 29 states that require faithfulness issue in a small variety of rarely enforced punishments for faithless electors, including fines and misdemeanors. So you get fined if you're being paid by the party that you're opposing, that you got appointed mm-hmm. up somehow, you know, they'll pay you. You know, they'll pay your fines. And, you know, does that seem so outlandish there, Andy, that and, that could happen yeah. with this corrupt, you know, <laughs> government we have? And I got one one more issue I got to put okay, to go bed ahead. about this election. All these celebrities and all these people that say, oh, I'm going to move to Canada. These are the most racist people in history. They're, they always say this. I'm going to move to Canada. Why aren't they moving to Mexico? Why aren't they moving to Venezuela? Why is every time they got to move out of America, it's to a country that's more white than America? That's right. Those pipe, those 80% people are so white according to census data, 80% white in Canada. So they want to leave our diverse melting pot of amazing country for some white utopia as their opinion. These people are racist. I've had enough of these people, man. Well, Bill Burr says in that interview, he says the same thing. He goes, those people are still white up there. <laughs> you want to go up there? They're, they're still white up yeah. there. They're as white as us. How come every time a, a celebrity is going to leave America because of our politics, it's to a country that's got more white people than us? Ah, that ridiculous. doesn't make sense to me. That sounds pretty hateful. you know. All right. Anything else with, you, with, your, with your politics today? No, but we're about to do 
Oh, we're going to roll the dice? One of our dice? famous segments We're going to roll, roll the dice. The dice. You heard of Mark Dice before? He is Mr. Bandwagon hopping on it. I don't really think that. Maybe he just, just happened to have those feelings for Hillary. But nonetheless, <laughs> we love his clips. We love Mark Dice. It's not a bad thing yeah. to say he's bandwagon. We just have a nickname for him, and that's our nickname for him. So here's our, right. li- here's our little clip on Mark well, Dice Well, if today. you're new to, to the show, Mark Dice, we call him Bandwagon because a couple years ago, if you look at his YouTube channel history, he used to have a channel called The Resistance. And uh, what he does is he uh, used to do every uh, – back when um, that movie came out, Angels and Demons, and the other one, that was with Tom Hanks, I think, where they were talking all about uh, – What's that Dan Brown book that was all famous? Darren Brown? Dan Brown, I think, was his name. Well, there was this book called Angels and Demons, and there was another one oh, called oh, something. Oh, right. Okay. And so back when that was real popular and getting huge, so Mark Dice's video back then were all Illuminati, right? Of course. And then he switched to all Bohemian Grove, and he switched to all, you know, conspiracy theories. Well, that should say that, you know, he, he focuses on a subject for a while, and then once he's explored <laughs> Whatever's it, the hot topic at no, the time. No, I mean, that's your opinion, but... It's history shows it clearly. He was all conspiracy up until Trump started gaining steam, and now every video he makes is all about Trump. Well... Regardless, <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about him. He's doing no. He's doing, I don't have anything. He's capitalizing he's doing the on the Lord's market. work. He's a smart guy. Talking about Hillary Satan and just slipping it in there. But we're gonna. We got a clip. But as I we have, know, I haven't even heard this clip yet. So. <laughs> as we know, my man Mark Dice has got something to say about 9/11 being an inside job, regardless of who wants to hear it. That's right. <laughs> so Dice, Dice, he goes in and he storms a lecture at the University of. Uh, California, San Diego, and he's spreading the truth, passing out DVDs in the process. That's right. Here Let's we go. roll the dice. Wait, wait, where is he, st- where is he okay, talking? I know E equals MC squared. Yes. <laughs> so focus on the equation. 911 equals inside job. And for anybody that doesn't even add up. Uh, just turn off television, turn off sports, look a little bit into history, and you realize that this has happened numerous times. And uh, thanks, you guys, for your resistance. That's right. Rolling the dice <laughs> one more time. With so he's us. in a huge like lecture, like hundreds of kids or a hundred kids uh, inside this big lecture at uh, University of California, San Diego. He got in, or do they invite him? To no, talk he about just stormed the class like when it was starting and was like 9-11, inside job. <laughs> God, the guy's got some fucking balls, man. And the professor's looking at him like, what is going on here? Did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, man. They were weird looking. Yeah, whatever. Dice is uh, he's the man. No dice, doubt. dice, dice. All right. Well, like I said, you guys, we're going to be talking about soul engineering. What is it? We're going to find out a lot about that here in just a second. 
in the meantime, we're going to cut. And when you guys hear us again, we'll be talking to some fabulous ladies about a fabulous new way of looking at life. That's right. All right, that's right. Welcome back to Emergency Exit. All right, we're ready to talk to some soul engineering girls. I've got Sarah, Christy, and May here sitting on the couch in Low Studio. Say hi, ladies. We've got May over here on my right. Hi. That's right. We've got Sarah, <laughs> and then we got Christy. That's right. Hi. Awesome. I'm doing very well. Andy? Yeah. Andy brought them to our attention so that we can... Talk a little bit more about this fascinating, I must say, way of, what is it? Um, I think of it as like a path, a way of pathing somebody's life in a way. A tool. A tool. Great. So what is soul engineering? Christy, go ahead. Well, soul engineering is soul engineering. Soul engineering. That's right. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's finding tools that enable you to understand yourself on a deep level. And when you know thyself, you're able to find compassion for others. And we offer those tools that we found, funny enough, being an engineer and a skeptic myself, in astrology. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was saying earlier mm -hmm. that she is an engineer. And, you know, it's got a logical mind about it. So to hear about the astrology thing is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us more. Tell us me. Tell me more. Sarah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, like, I guess for the past, like, five years or so, I've just been getting into astrology just to kind of understand what's going on with humanity and consciousness and everything, like, that's happening on the planet. It seems like there's a lot of crazy things happening. And I guess I sort of started listening to a few astrologers around that are pretty well known, I guess, on YouTube and stuff. And by listening to them, they were kind of explaining certain things uh, with aspects that certain planets were making and kind of explaining and, and describing the energy that we're feeling here on Earth due to these positions that the planets are playing. And so it was really interesting. And it was almost like watching those videos or listening to what they had to say about it like really not only resonated with me but made me feel like better about everything that was going on and like I had a really I gained an understanding about what was truly going on and then of course there's the side of it of looking at your own birth chart and understanding yourself and really what that is about is just where were all the planets when you were born where were their positions in the sky like were they making uh, like 90 degree angles with each other 30 degree angles with each other and they all have different interpretations based on where they were and based on the relationships they had with each other so it's like yeah yeah and how it's influencing you and so by taking a look at that and understanding the interpretations of that you can kind of really understand yourself understand your strengths and your challenges and your obstacles and fears you might mm -hmm. face and what it will take in your life to actually achieve your true happiness and fulfillment. So that's what we aim to do for people, basically. Wow. wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Sounds great. I love how you just described that. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, May, you have anything to add to that? <sighs> she nailed it. She nailed it, really. <laughs> I mean, I what I found really interesting about it, going through your own personal chart, is you begin to see all these layers that you have and you can really on a very deep 
level, identify like your own personal makeup, like what makes you, you and how you respond to the world, how the, how you see the world, how you think you are being seen. And it just gives you this greater understanding of yourself, of others, how to communicate. I mean, Christy, she goes in depth on these retrograde planets, which please start sharing about that. Well, what really got me into very interested in astrology is retrograde planets. I saw a research study by John McCormick where he studied people for a 100-year period and found correlations between certain personality traits and number of retrograde planets. And I started exploring them, and I discovered that they are both the giver of your greatest gifts as well as the, you know, the giver of your greatest challenges. And you can, I was fascinated by the idea that there was just an easy way to kind of summarize and figure out, okay, what are my strengths and who am I really? What are my challenges? Uh, where can I focus for great happiness? You know, am I going to keep flowing upstream, upstream and fighting against this current? Or am I going to go with the flow and go with my true talents? And um, especially, I thought it was so, so cool that certain people that have maybe three or more retrograde planets will have something very deep in common with each other. And they work well together. So it's almost a way to figure out how people can work better together when we all share this way of communicating. You know, I mean, even to go into detail, Mercury retrograde is a planet that is the giver of possibly uh, communication barriers and challenges, but also the giver of the musicians and artists, people Ooh. who speak metaphorically. That's me. <laughs> they don't speak linearly. That's how they communicate. And it's just a different way of communicating. And so, yeah, it's, it's both a gift and a challenge. And we're meant to overcome those challenges in this lifetime. If you, I do believe in different lifetimes. Um, and so I just think yeah. that, yeah, it's such a powerful tool. And I started using it. <laughs> and it also, will, does it tell you what to look forward to, you know, possibly in the future or just kind of tells you what has happened and proves that anything that it says for now on is or after because it doesn't happen to you to you should expect that is that something to expect in these charts that you get like more future or anything in the future is what i'm asking so basically there's no like set in stone like this is going to be your future not exactly okay. but there are like tendencies so a lot of the what you will see in the chart is like you have the tendency to be this certain way or like there's a tendency for these aspects to mean certain things but of course there's also like you have to take into account how you grew up the environment you grew up in and maybe what you experienced as a child might affect that too and like different choices that you make also so there's always like that conversation about free will versus determination and that can go really deep into depth but uh, basically, we're just using it to, in order to gain a better understanding of ourselves and just seeing how, in comparison with what you already know about yourself, how accurate is this astrology uh, reading co in comparison with that? Yeah. And so know, seeing that, and it's really fascinating to see that people are like really resonating with it. It's fascinating when it matches up, and yeah. there's so much that does match up about these. It's, it's crazy. 
Um, I just wanted to add, like, while you, that question you're asking, could it help in the future? Mm -hmm. I think a way is what, what it's doing is helping you have a better understanding of who you are right now, which, yes, definitely, definitely will, will have an effect. I mean, if you are able to look inside yourself and really know yourself and how you think, how you act, how you respond, like on all these different right. levels, and the, the parts are like, oh, wait, here I see conflict within myself. Now how can I shift that, right? I mean, that will absolutely affect how you will be responding in the future. And, I mean... Sounds like to me it gives you complete perspective on your life. Mm -hmm. it that sounds very desirable to me, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, <clears throat> what makes it different you know, than what's out there right now, astrology-wise, horoscopes and palm reading and such? Well, what makes it different is that we're, the way that we're going about it actually presents, s like, solutions, I feel. Um, we are able to do what we call a shift analysis. So shift, shift analysis, okay. it's an acronym uh, that stands for sh strengths, challenges, happiness, fears and threats. So for every happiness that you want to strive towards, whatever fulfillment mm -hmm. you want to strive for, there will be fears that prevent you from achieving that or threats that threaten it from the outside. But you have strengths that you can use okay. to achieve that yeah. fulfillment and you will be overcoming challenges. And what are they? So, so it's not so much frustration. You understand, these are my challenges. I'm meant to overcome these challenges to achieve this fulfillment. And it gives, it gives you a better understanding of actually, yes, I know these things about myself. Now, how do I play? You know, how do I play in this lifetime? Wow. Okay. And you it's like your Pokestats. Oh. Another thing that makes us different, I, I just want to mention, uh, the way that we're also doing things is Christy and her husband actually came up with this code, a computer code that they can use in order to output the data. And I just think it's incredible that we're literally doing a lot of things like from scratch. Like we created a video studio, a green screen at my place, and we're just doing like all this really creative stuff along with it. So not only is are we doing these astrology readings, but we're also creating videos and like, and we're doing the computer programming and the, You're the just website design. You're the new future right here. Just yeah. using what's available. Uh, next thing you know, it's going to be VR. Yeah. Tell me some more <laughs> with my VR. I got, I got two little VR. Virtual reality Love of them. like virtual reality of like all the planets like. Yeah, you can totally take a look where they were. You can be in space and you can be looking around and there's like Jupiter. And you go over there and I go, whoops, that's Uranus. <laughs> okay, but um, all right. <laughs> who uh, who makes the charts that y'all are like that we look at to well, figure all this out? Well, what Sarah was getting into was the the way that we've implemented, and you have. I'm an engineer, so That's I'm just right. I'm gonna be talking like that. Um, so the way we implemented was we decided that we needed a database of all of the information that we were, you know, the realizations we were coming to, studying all these astrologers, and uh, figuring out what do these things mean. And Sarah and I have been writing our own interpretations of all of these things using all of her knowledge. And she actually has been studying astrology for the past, what, 10 years? Well, like five years. 
in the past five years. <laughs> Sorry, she just seems like it's been forever. Yeah. And she is able to educate us. So we are we're basically writing these interpretations, storing them, outputting them, and able to get, so I, I start laughing because it's like we put numbers to it. That's what we do. So now that we have all this data, we can put numbers to it. Um, we can say, like, if you're a gamer, you would understand like Pokestats, right? <laughs> like these are your Pokestats, man. You're like born it's with that these cell stats. Phone game. Right? You're born with these stats, and these stats are you can change them throughout your life, but they're a nice solid way to say, okay, I am how passionate am I? Am I like more energy passionate than I am like go with the flow? How much more exactly? How can you measure that? Well, we're measuring that. We've found a way to give a, assign a number to it, and it's relative, and we're able to get feedback from the person when we deliver this analysis to them. Um, we go and we ask them, do you self-identify with these traits that we are saying that we see? And they're strangers, and I've never met them. And I'm, they're telling me, oh, my God, how did you know this about myself? You know, one wow. woman, she, um, she was struggling constantly with how she felt like she needed to change the world and people would tell her you can't change the world that's ridiculous but she's like I just need to I just don't care about changing my own life I just need to change the world on a global scale and you know you read her chart and she's this visionary and that that is her strength and that's what she's meant to do so for her to just be able to confidently step forward and say this is who I am it she changes the world wow. <laughs> <laughs> Blew it up right there. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so explain to me how um, the charts can change or your analysis can change based on the year they were born. I understand the months, but the year is something I haven't really understood. Okay. So when you think about the planets, right, they're all rotating around the sun at a certain speed and they're at different times of the year, they're in different places because their orbit takes a certain number of years. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head exactly how many years each of the planets take to, to orbit, but because of that, that's why the years will change where all the other planets are. So maybe your sun might be in one place due to the month that you were born in, in the day, right. but the other planets, Mercury, Mars, Pluto, Neptune, Jupiter, the like everything was all in other positions as well. And all of that is important in you. It's like most people just say, oh, what's your sign? And you just say your sun sign. That's just the position where the sun was when you were born. But when you actually put the full date in and all of that, you get to see where all these other planets were. And they all mean something too. They all represent dimensions of your personality as well. Like not How just the sun. How does it represent like things in your personality? How does it do that? So just basically... Do you want me to go into detail of like how like what the different things represent? Like Mercury basically is yeah, communication. Yeah, yeah, Mercury is communication. Venus rules our value and like our love life in a way, and Mars rules our actions. Uh, Jupiter shows where we're going to expand in our lives. Saturn shows where we put limitations on certain things, and uh, you know that that's just a few and of them. And, and the and Moon. Each people would each person would get. Or has their own planet? Exactly. Each person so has a... So tell me what my planet would be. I, I'm born November 5th, which oh, was pretty recently. So you're a Scorpio. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love B Scorpio. I had a... Water a sign. Get over here. Pardon me? A water <laughs> sign. It's water. Mm -hmm. It's Ooh. a water sign, exactly. I thought exactly. it was a land, because Scorpios about are... 
Yeah, you'd think so, right? It's right. it's a strange one. Oh. But it's a hybrid. It's like of the earthiest of the water signs. Yeah. So basically, each sign is connected to an element of earth, fire, water, air. So that definitely—I mean, you could go into that's right. Yeah. So like, earth is very practical about things down to earth, mm -hmm. and uh, water signs are more emotional about things, uh, going about life through their emotions, almost like living life through emo through emotions. And uh, the air signs are living their life through their thought and intellect. And uh, the fire, was that the last one that yeah. I left out? Fire are living their life like through their action and their physicality passion. Physicality. Yeah, all that. So they just go about things slightly differently. And yeah, you could look up your whole chart and it would show you where all these planets were. And, and all of the planets and also. And all these charts are on your guys' on your, your webpage? So w our site is under beta testing right now. We're still developing um, the ability to be able to go and auto-generate these charts. Right now, what you can do is you can um, go to the website, say book a reading, and when you go to put in your uh, birth information, you fill out the form, send it to us, and what we do is we go and we pop it in our, our report generator. And so we're going to be able to look at your all of your data, all your numbers. We do what's called a pre-shift analysis, right. uh, which is where we all sit down and we go through it and we, s we really hone in on the area of your life you want to work on. Because you could read someone's chart for days, weeks, but if you have something, an intention in mind of I'm going into this because I need answers in this area of my life, we can go in there and analyze and look at the areas we need to look at and come up with your shift analysis, which is a one-page summary, you know, of this is sounds your It sounds like, mm -hmm. uh, like, a, like a movie. They're like, they go into this smoky room every day, <laughs> they can't figure it out. Well, we're, we gotta figure this out, girls. All right, it's a Scorpio. 1984, where was that? That's right, Mercury was awfully close then. I like it. <laughs> My goodness, girls. Yeah. I think I've cracked it. I like it with like. Man, get over here quickly! <laughs> you gotta use the Jack Eight Nelson hours voice. later, we have a report. <laughs> so, so of course. Um, well, yeah. And then I was just gonna say, so you'll get this like, twenty-seven page report in depth of wow. all these explanations that's our original content that we wrote. So even if we don't have the time to actually talk you through all of your chart, we could focus on that specific area with you and show you how to shift those areas. And then you would also go home with this whole interpretation of everything and you'll be able to read it on your own time as well. And we include a lot of like educational information. We talk about what all the signs mean, what all the planets mean, uh, and the relationships they create with one another too. So. so there's a lot of stuff in there that you don't go over, but they can read it on their own and, exactly. find, and find something very useful. They're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. They can find even just more little treats in this bad boy. Exactly. Like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what's going on? Just can't put it down. Mm -hmm. yeah. The best book they ever read, it's about them. <laughs> Shoot, I'd read that book about me any day. Yes, and we so strongly <laughs> recommend that you do that because in two hours... We have time to just go over so little, you know, just that one page shift analysis and then you're done and it's like, okay, and you can, um, and that's what makes us different also is I think we give people one-on-one -on -one FaceTime and really a coaching session that helps, you know, th they're looking at this paper, maybe they're overwhelmed, maybe they don't really know how to interpret it or there's this big report and it's overwhelming and oh, yeah. 
you know, so we sit down with you one-on-one -on -one or, you know, depending on your comfort level, you could have May or Sarah or me, you know, the astrologer, the energy worker, or the engineer. You choose your astrologer, sit down with them one-on-one, -on -one, they'll coach you through um, and, you know, send you to read your report and to really get more out of it. Wow, dude. You hear that? The, the trinity over here. That's right. You got to pick one. <laughs> it's like the shark tank, too. It's reflected in the logo, too. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, I was just looking at it. I probably just pulled it up. And it's got the boop, boop, boop. It's, it looks like uh, almost like flowers, Mayan looking a bit. It's a beautiful sight. So, yeah, check it out. It's Soul Gineering. That's S-O-U-L-G-I-N-E-E-R-I-N-G.org. That's right. Check that out. Let's talk some more, y'all. So what got y'all into getting into uh, Soul Gineering, coming together and bringing this together? What brought it together in the first place? Mm -hmm. Girls? Let's see, they're pointing at each other, trying to figure <laughs> it out there. I, I love her so much. She's, <laughs> she's, uh, I am so lucky. I just want to express that. Like, I'm so lucky to have, to be on this team with these women. These women are, you know, incredible, hardworking, just perseverant. It's that earth. We are a trinity of earth signs. <laughs> and um, we balance each other out perfectly in that I am, statistically, my pocus stats are more uh, earth fire. Sarah's are more earth air and May's are earth water, but May is May is very balanced. Let me put it that way. She has a tie. I won't tell you which one she's tied in, but it's she we work very well together and I think that that really goes forward with like how this whole thing got started. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were friends and we weren't looking to start an astrology thing. Right. That wasn't ever a plan in anybody's <laughs> mind. It was actually quite... <laughs> it was strange. <laughs> it was a strange... Yeah, it she just came over one night. Like, I haven't seen her in a while. And one night, it was like, oh, I'm free. And she's like, I'm free. And so she came over, and it was already quite late. And she was like, hey, by the way, I've been doing these natal charts or looking up some stuff. And I was like, right away, that clicked in for me because I've always been interested in that and look up people's stuff, like, you know, their sign and... Um, and so she was like, yeah, do you want me to look up yours? And I was like, great. So she started doing it and I don't know how we just like, it was like, wow, we should do this. Like how helpful would that be? I mean, to have such a clear understanding of yourself and somebody doing that work for you. And I mean, who doesn't want to hear about themselves and talk about themselves? Mm. Most people do. I'm just yeah, saying. I don't like, really like to do that very often. Right. <laughs> and it does take a long time to do. That's why it we does. have to make this mm -hmm. system to make it faster. Now we're down to where we can get a report done in like two hours, mm -hmm. right? Before it was like it would take like five, six, like a long time. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. at least maybe four or five hours even just to get to the point where you could analyze it, mm -hmm. you know, because you had to get all that information. You all have a lot of people hitting you all up right now. Is it, is it, it's a, is it's it just pouring in? <laughs> yeah, we, we actually are, we're, yeah, we are working all of the time that we have to keep up with it, and we're so excited, and we, we really do want to get all of those charts out to those people who have given us their info and are mm -hmm. asking, hey, you know, got any results? Absolutely, we're working on it. We've got you covered, you know, if you're there waiting. Um, and we're just really looking forward to being able to present these to you and really talk to you about it. We also do webcams, so wherever you are in the world, we can tap in with you. Yeah. Um, and face to face. Face mm -hmm. to face. And uh, May does energy work, which works over webcam. We have tried it out. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> you could you could see energy over 
webcam over the screen? Sometimes, yeah. I I mean, see it, feel it. You can also, I mean, it. it there's it's so got a many vibe ways. To it. You can right. feel the vibration. Well, just how from the person itself, like yeah. how they're speaking, how they feel. Well, absolutely. I felt. I felt. I, that's why I cry sometimes when I watch something. Yeah. You know, I I feel cry. I mean, how? That's an inanimate object right there. <laughs> I think. I think it's also. Got energy right there. This is a time where a lot of people are starting to come into understanding of hey there's some there's more to this there's something going on a lot of people are right now doing a lot of introspection so i feel like this is a really powerful time to step into that and help people i mean there's it's surprising actually how people are surprised like i had no idea like i felt that but i had no idea that that was how i how my person part of my personality or you know, it's it's actually surprising how how little people have that understanding of themselves. So it's it's really 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 yeah, nice. Yeah, a lot to of people don't know what they what mm-hmm. they have in them. You know, right? Like if I say, even if I would say like, oh, so you're you know you're an Aries, and they'll go like, oh, what does that mean? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. right? So well, I think the stress of the world. Uh, creates a lot of people to put up their own barriers, invisible barriers that they don't know are there. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's hard to look around and break through it when especially you have the stress of, you know, anybody's day-to-day situation, whatever that may be. Yeah, can you guys tell me why Andy's always stressed? Why he's stressed <laughs> all the time? <laughs> Wait, without, he's got to be my, the date his, of something. Right, without my his more birth date. Without your birth date, we do not make any assumptions or give any advice. I could tell you. Um, I don't even. I, I know. I think I know his birth. I think I know it. But even if I didn't, I'd say it's because he doesn't. He doesn't party enough. That's right. <laughs> he worries Quick about observation: me. you hold your breath. Oh. Ah, there, there, and then <laughs> he worries about money too much. When you worry about money too much, you're gonna. That's gonna stress you out. Make your hair fall out. Yeah, but that's I don't want that, that describes everybody. I mean, no, it's man. It's gotta be deeper than that. It, it is absolutely that's why see that's advice what you gave that's him right. or assumption and we actually though we can make quick observations to really get to the bottom of it we would look at the chart right because yeah. i would give advice to people all the time it was the wrong advice it turned people off it pushed people away because it was always advice of what i think i should do it was like i was giving advice to myself now you can look at this and you can say hey you know you look at this. The stars are telling you the advice, not me. You know, I am just the person interpreting it for you. Um, and I don't know what is going on. I don't know why you hold your breath, but I can help you find out. What are the stars? What are stars out there? What could they be? I'm very fascinated by space in general. And, um, you know, they could be either reflecting light or emitting their own light. That could be a planet that's, you know, being shined and it's you see something. Or it could be another sun from another galaxy. Ooh, with people doing podcasts like this. Smoking cigarettes in their little basements trying to figure out someone's shy. We got this going, girls. Sending out the uh, signal like they do all the radio signals and SETI and stuff. They might be doing. Maybe they could beam out emergency exit. <laughs> this one will hear funny. It. No, I kind of <laughs> like that the digression that you guys just made. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about aliens, and you're like, what could the planets be? Extraterrestrials. 
Yeah, extraterrestrial. Well, yeah. that's what we call Extra them. dimensional. <gasps> oh, <Ooh>. man. <laughs> you yeah. just blew my mind. <laughs> I wish I, I was interdimensional. I mean, what if we changed this to a what if? You know, what if the planets are some giant gravitational body that is having an effect on your tiny little body? You know, what if they actually had energies associated with them that has been studied for thousands and thousands of years and they've tried to metaphorically personify these energies as a way to explain. Sometimes concepts are so big that you need a story to explain them. Yeah, sometimes. Well, that's human nature right there. Mm -hmm. We need explanations. And that's so what if the it's stars. It's our flaw too. It's our flaw. But it's great, you know. It's a good what if. <laughs> so how long have you guys been doing this together? Soldiering together, being soldiers. Exactly, soldiers, soldier Sol boy. So boy, but, but. <laughs> Roughly two months, actually. Cool. Yeah, That's about so as long as we've been doing the podcast. It's relatively new, and yeah, I bet we had the same birth date. What was the first day you it's guys did this? It's a full moon right now. Oh, we, uh, probably the f I think we did the first uh, October, maybe the second. It was very, very early on. Cool. Did we not match it? Oh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like October 5th was when we had our first, like, meeting where we came together. We definitely made one on that day. It could have been we? the second of <laughs> the, because we made an, we made an <coughs> official one <laughs> that maybe it was on the 5th. We'll have to look it up, but I'll tell you what. It's, it's on an upward trend. It's a great time, actually, to start partnerships uh, because Jupiter was in Libra, which actually means you will expand when you are in partnerships. And so us starting this around the same time, even you guys starting this around the same time, that's going to be a positive aspect right there. Totally. Uh, Libra's completely supporting, or Jupiter's completely supporting that. So, yeah. I was hoping it'd be the age of Aquarius. Oh, it absolutely age is. Of Aquarius. <laughs> Think about the internet. We, we have entered. That's, that's the age of Aquarius. Just oh, totally information. Yeah. Information galore. Uh. Too much information. Well, what kind of impact is the super moon having? Oh, yeah. Is there any impact that's going on right now? I'm feeling much happier. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Lately, nothing's been I able went to, bring to the down. top of uh, Mount Bunnell and I saw the super moon. Damn, you, you it was a blast. sucked up by the moon. Like <laughs> 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 well, the full moon, just in a nutshell, is the time when basically you have reaped, you've sowed, and now it's reaping you, the, what, the seeds you've sowed. So the new moon is like planting seeds. Your thoughts will really, you know, affect what will happen that over that month. And that full moon, it's like you will get the fruit of whatever thoughts you planted in the new moon. And that's a pattern I've seen over and over again. Uh, that have I've been paying attention to. And it just seems like, yeah, the full moon, if it's either going to bring you awesome gifts or if the seeds you planted were negative in the new moon, it's going to be just absolute you know, detriment. It's also a big time for clearing the moon. It's, it's related to emotions. And so um, a, okay, lot of time, a lot of times when people, um, like when it's full moon, They'll be. They'll say like, "Oh man, this day was just crazy. Like, so many things have happened that normally <laughs> wouldn't happen." And and that's it's it's really it does have a big effect on on people and their energy. And because it, it is a time of like shedding and clearing and the things that don't serve you, they will show up that day and it will show up in whatever way it was taken in, 
anger or um, sadness or whatever it is, and you'll feel that intensely, more intensely when it's full moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always heard that, and that's why they always, uh, my mom used to say, those wackos always come out when there's a full moon. Right. And that's probably what it is mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Something to think about is like your body is 75% water, something like that, right? right. And so the moon controls the tides. The low tide, oh, high tide. Your body has the. It's controlling you in some way in the gravitational pull. You know that makes a lot of goddamn sense. I tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> science actually supports the planets having an impact on you, for precisely for those types of scenarios, right? Yeah, well, yeah, totally. If Electromagnetic fields are also a thing that definitely have been proven to affect the way that we think and our mood and our brains. And the planets do like have electromagnetic fields that are also pulling. There's all f- kinds of invisible forces. Yeah, and, and so it's not just like the separate planets are affecting you. It's also like the planets themselves are affecting each other too. Oh, absolutely. So like They've they're having and they're doing something. Exactly. And yeah. And it, and it's really what's really fascinating. Another like uh, in depth part of astrology is looking at where your rising sign is because that will tell you where all the houses are and the houses are just basically different areas of your life like you have your financial areas you have your relationship areas you know your your home life uh, like all the different areas of your life basically are sectioned out into these 12 general areas and you can see which planets are in what areas in your life and like maybe like some areas where you don't have any planets you might have already like resolved any kind like those areas might be really flowing for you whereas you might notice some planets are having like a difficult aspect with each other like conflicting energies in a certain area in your life maybe that's why there's a certain challenge you might experience so i totally totally just blow i was blown away when you you had me at the moon (laughs) (laughs) it was so close and we're like 75 percent water oh you had me at the moon (laughs) girl that's the new line right (laughs) i was gonna say you could totally use that (laughs) And, and it's funny it all aligns water is emotional like she was saying before the element of water is emotion the moon controls emotions and so when you think about it metaphorically like that the moon is controlling my emotions which are very like the water in us 80 percent water right so you feel that you feel that yeah feeling it i feel it right now there's also the feminine and masculine aspects to the planet. So, for example, Mars. Mars would be masculine, Venus, Venus mm-hmm. feminine. Um, and that's sh- really just an example. But, I mean, it goes Does really... So, Pluto, I know you all have something to say about Pluto. Is that considered a planet in our our not-so-solar system anymore, thanks to Neil deGrasse Tassin? Neil Disgrace so Tyson. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. So in the perspective That's not my nickname, by the way. <laughs> he didn't make that up. <laughs> so in the perspective of astrology, uh, it's more, it's less about technical, like whether something's considered a planet or not, and whether it's an extraterrestrial bo- body. Which it is. It is. I mean, Absolutely. Because we also look at asteroids, too. It's not just planets. Ooh. Like, actually, asteroids have certain qualities, too. And just any celestial they can, body. Any celestial body yeah. can be interpreted through totally. astrology. It all has some sort of pull yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. It's something ha- yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you hear when a butterfly flutters its wings, you know that that creates waves that causes other waves to happen. It's the same thing. The asteroid is moving around in its spin, or something hits it, and you know it's going to create. Did an you effect. all hear about the, the 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 second moon that was discovered w- for Earth? It, it's sort of beyond. It, it doesn't really orbit um, 
Earth. It rather it's like orbits. hugely elliptical, it's like right? It's huge elliptical, but it, it's, it stays so close that it almost looks like it, it stays around Earth. Huh. You should look it up. It's I, I think I saw the headline. I don't think I actually read it. Yeah, but, but it makes a giant elliptical around uh, the sun. But it also, it's so slow that it stays in course with the Earth as well. And because of the way it does an elliptical, it almost seems like it does to us. It would seem like it orbits us, you know, well, maybe from our we perspective. Maybe we got a new moon. <laughs> now we have two moons, like those fantasy planets where there's like two moons. Dude, I know. I, I was just thinking like Tatooine <laughs> we or created like it. Star Wars planets. Where we they created it by have those movies. Have you ever movies. seen that movie? Another, it's either another planet or... All right. All right, Eddie. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> this planet shows up. It's awesome. I think I know what he's talking about. He's talking really about cool movie. He's talking about Star Wars. <laughs> no. Uh, it's the best movie ever. But I love Star Wars. Say the name of it. What is well, it's called Another Earth, I think. But a Another planet shows Earth. up, and it's like in the sky. And then it's a really great movie after that. <laughs> I mean, giving it away is like, you know, it's a real like, you know. You know it was really good with it's real great interjection. Really I'm adding good. so much to the show right now. That's <laughs> all right, man. I, I forgive him. All right. Talk about. Did you like that movie, Interstellar? Yeah. Where like Matthew, Mc, I'm gonna spoil that. McConaughey. Yeah, he goes. That into was the, a good one. Like he's like in like the, the like fifth it. or the fourth dimension somehow. It's or, so good. Oh, that part's so trippy, dude. It is. Boom. Yeah, I mean, that's why I always imagine in my, you know, how. So good. I don't know. I've done allegedly. I've done DMT, and I felt like I've been. <laughs> into the fourth dimension and it's i think it's the gateway into the fourth dimension and if you can control it you can i've been inside tapestries and i've been into each each layer of the tapestry i'm just like Whoa. it's it's amazing and only lasts 10 minutes so we're living in the fourth dimension now the fourth i've always said that yeah because we're surrounded by 3d objects mm-hmm. and time is that fourth dimension mm-hmm. and uh we're in a fixed point in time uh, the and fifth space and space, the fifth dimension, which is what it's like that. That's what people refer to as the dimension where time is irrelevant and where you your thoughts manifest or become things immediately. And there's a, a school of thought that says that we are working towards rising to that to that dimension. And it's totally a spiritual belief at that point. I'm like, but, you know, what if? <laughs> no, I'd love I've always loved I don't know if I've ever talked to you about like fourth dimensions and doing uh, not just about doing the drug but just <laughs> thinking about it really opened up my mind to that different dimension thing you know and there could be several dimensions I can't even conceive and what kind of objects would live in those dimensions I've always thought maybe ghosts live in a different dimension and somehow when we they they manifest manifest <laughs> <laughs> They manifest in, in somebody, they, s- they can kind of see something for a moment, and maybe they do see somebody, you know, because they live in that dimension. Like, maybe cats they see in a different dimension. Yeah, like, one way... color spectrum or something. It's true. <laughs> 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 like, one way I like to think about, about it is, like, everything is in vibration, right? And it's mm-hmm. almost like we're, like, the same way that you have a radio station, and you can turn the, the dial in your car to a different radio station and tune into a different frequency. It's almost like our bodies and our, like, minds are meant to be able to tune into different frequencies. And we can tune it. Maybe when you experienced those drugs, you were tuning into a different frequency, mm-hmm. and you were picking up on all these other things because you're, like, actually vibrating at a different frequency. Allegedly uh, done those drugs. Yeah, allegedly. Who knows? Mm-hmm. What and if? And depending but oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. I did. But, but basically, that's what that's what I meant. Like, it's like 
your perspective really ultimately is maybe determining your vibration that you're at and what you're perceiving and what your radio dial is tuned into, what your frequency is. I like that frequency thing because, I mean, that's why I gravitate more to, like, reggae music and that's just mm-hmm. I, I get tuned to that and that's the one I'm I'm just more into. Right. I love it. Well, that's how they also say like attracts like. So you'll you'll see certain people they attract maybe the same type of people, the same type of experiences or scenarios. Oh, I know that or that about girls dating the same type, me dating the same type of chick, and that's how it that's goes. That's an example. Good. Yeah, totally. exactly. And then sometimes when we shift, right? and our vibration raises or rises, then we're able to attract a different type of people. And you can just like, yeah, frequency, like you can actually start navigating yourself through that. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to look around me right now. What am I attracting? And you can kind of gauge where you're at vibrationally to what it is that's coming to you. Wow. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we have found, or at least in my mm. weird science experiment trying to study these retrograde planets, I see a correlation and this is a hypothesis this is not a conclusion i would like to see this through that people who are highly intuitive have more than five planets in retrograde to the point where it's like comparing this is how i like to think about it like how i smell to how a dog smells like the dog can pick up on something i can't detect absolutely and i think that Mm. there is certain people that can pick up on you know, the dimension you mentioned, ghosts. You know, the fifth dimension where there are entities, but we can't always detect or see them or measure them, but we have had weird occurrences where we all kind of secretly in the closet feel like there's something there. Dude, I know who lives in the fifth dimension. Talking about the Bigfoot. <laughs> he totally lives in that dimension, only comes out here to hang out for just a little bit. Well, and he hangs out in the fifth dimension. There's no showers there. And that's why he stinks so bad. <laughs> and then when he comes out to three uh, to the 4D or the 3D world, wherever we're at, he stinks real bad. And then he walks around, doesn't know what to do. And then someone sees him and he's like, he walks off and then zips off. <laughs> just like a blink of li- just blink and he's out. This is my theory. <laughs> what you're saying, <laughs> though, is something nothing. I've been. What you're saying, though, is something I've been. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We get I've been interested in this in a very, very long time because I have a lot of friends like you, Sarah, that I've gotten to know since I moved to Austin. And uh, they talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And like friends of mine have crystals and like, I mean, I barely ever even have dreams. Uh, I'm one of those people that's got the wall there. I will never probably see a ghost because I'm just like, some, there's something in you that's like not open to it, to that dimension. If you guys know what I'm talking about. If that has anything to do with your work, that's interesting to me. But I've always wondered why this is. We're going to do your chart. Hasn't found you yet. I'm serious because all my friends talk about this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't relate to it yet. You know, you've never experienced like a just a scary moment in in a house where you heard something, you know, creak or there ain't nobody else in the house. You you never try to sneak into an old house when you're a kid. I used to sneak in old houses, no. and it used to scare the hell out of us. I had one dream about an old house one time that was pretty spooky. But other than that, not that I can remember. Oh, you can't remember it? No, the dream. The dream was I, I needed a new place to live, and somehow I came across this like gigantic mansion, like straight up out of the scariest movie you've ever seen, for four hundred bucks a month. And I was like, score, you know, I got this like, <laughs> of course his <laughs> dreams are like that. We're like, Oh my God, $400 a month. So I move into this place. Yeah. I moved into this place. 
But the place was all messed up. It was like tilted. So like I'll deal with it. It's four hundred bucks. <laughs> it was like not level, you know. <laughs> all right, go ahead. It was creepy. I don't remember much else about it. But you just remember that it was you just, just creepy. Said, you just completely, you know. I was in this really big cool. place. You did have a like dream, great. though. Yeah, that was great. That's rare, an awesome though. dream. Yeah. I don't have dreams all the time. Like a couple a year. Like a lot of people have them like a couple at night, in, you know. A little trip into the You mind. know, before you go to sleep at night? Most of the time I wake up, I don't have a dream. Or I don't remember what the dream was. Before you go, before you go to sleep at night, you can say... I will remember to remember my dreams. Well, I've never done that. Say that. I could try it. You say that right before you go to sleep. You, everyone that's listening is going to do that when they go to bed right now. Uh-huh. When they yeah, go to bed. You, you say it out loud. You could also write it down. I will remember to remember my dreams in the morning. You may find. I will remember to remember, remember my them. dreams in the morning when I wake up. I will remember to remember my dreams. I will remember to remember my dreams. Makes me nervous. That's a hypnosis <laughs> technique, by the way. Ooh, I dig it. Oh yeah, she is also a very I will skilled hypnotherapist. I remember my dreams. And um, yeah, it's just very multi-dimensional uh, team and multi-talented. So you know, one of the things that I would just want to mention is that we, um, like, we have a web designer and a cat that's throwing up. Look at my cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh Luke. Oh my god. I completely Ooh. lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. That's All right. funny. Don't um, worry about well, anyway, that. I guess that's <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> that it. That was the response to what my thoughts. So I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> we have a web designer. What else do we have? Well, so, I mean, it doesn't. So this thing has got to be on cell phone to make money. Well, so the app will, will come. You know, the app will come. I do. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> It's it's probably going to be more focused right now though on getting as many people helping as many people as possible, you know that's that's my interest that's my focus is like now I want to do your chart, like I feel <laughs> like I want to read it and yeah. see you know what's going on and my passion really that's where it is like it really it's a heart yeah. project. Well, I'm interested in y'all because I do it, I am interested in the chart now. When it comes to a tarot card or fortune telling, no way am I going to get involved in that because I don't want to know, you know. Ooh, you don't want to know. No. Why would I? I don't want to know that. You get pulled a death card or something. You don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going It doesn't scare me that it's fake. It scares me that it could possibly be true. You know. Absolutely. I guess that's the. But it could be something really, really good. But this, on the other hand, is different. That's it's not right. your future. It's, it's not. You yeah, know, it tells you. This is interesting. You. you yeah. Know? Yeah. Totally. Uh, is there anything else we you guys want to talk about? Any last words? We've had a good time. It was fun, isn't yes. it? We're so good doing our podcast. I love it. Thank I had you. a great, great time. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I think one thing we want to mention is to email us, info at soulgeneering.org. That's soul, like your soul, gin, like you've been drinking, <laughs> engineering, <laughs> ring, like you're a ring on your finger. That's right. Um, <laughs> so... We would love to hear from you if you have any questions about who you are or just want to, you know, even just read about yourself and get the report um, and not have to see us face to face. We do that, too. Does it cost anything? Are you comfortable talking about what it costs? Or Right now, we are offering, because of the amount of time that it takes in the, de- the development, we're asking for 75 plus testimonial. Now, I'm telling you, that is going to go up in the next six months. So get it done now. Yeah, is I there would. A waiting list. There is right now. We have a waiting list of about. Uh, I'm not going to mention the number, but it sure. is. It is enough work for us. 
But we literally just reached the point where we can auto-generate these things. Like, just, like, maybe two or three days ago, we, like, perfected the program on the computer to the point where now we have this list of about 50 people, but we can bang them out, you know, like, because we have this auto-generated thing. So now it's everything is so much faster. We, we're planning on getting these done as, fa as soon as possible y now. You all I mean. paid someone to code it, or you all coded it yourself? They are engineers. Her husband is an amazing coder, and they figured that it out together. Outstanding. It's all custom. <laughs> great, yeah. I do the the website looks great. You know, I, there's oh, a lot that goes into it, and I watched the video. With oh, the DJ Straw did this site. Yeah, I did <laughs> the website actually. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So two different codes. There's the web code, and then the the chart well, the, code. the 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 generated code yeah. for the auto generate. Yeah. One of the things we want to one of the things we want to add to the site that we're working on uh, once we have all of these people knocked out uh, as far as like you know getting them their charts because they've been waiting patiently for the past two months is that we want to put videos on the site that specifically have to do with your chart so say you don't want to read your chart but you want to watch the chart so we'll be offering you know customized video reports of you um, and so that's something we're also working on and we have a video studio built that was a lot of fun um, just DIY went to Sarah's place said I think I'm gonna build a studio in here and now we're making videos <laughs> boom you know what I think that what we should do in the future maybe in a couple months is we'll get our we'll get our, our, our you know you'll hook us up, we'll get it going we want to <laughs> get our own charts right <laughs> and then y'all have to come in and tell us uh, you know give us a little insight about us We'll do a, a tell us what's reading. wrong with Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do a live reading for both of you That'd guys. Be super That's so awesome. awesome. We'll work on it. Uh -huh. Yeah. So thank you again, girls, for coming in. We got Sarah, Christy, and May. Uh, check out soulgineering.org. Um, we'll end the show here. Just why not? And I, I'm just going to just say check out Earthshine at Lit Lounge, downtown Austin. December 12th. <laughs> That's right. That's my band. We're so good. <laughs> what time is the show? Actually, I don't know. But it's downtown Austin on a weekend, so it's not going to be early, dude. So it's like, you know, after seven. Now, how many people in this band have set foot on Jamaica? None of them. <laughs> okay. But we're not like a full reggae band. <laughs> I mean, we're like hip-hop, reggae, and dub. I love that. I need to go check that out. Oh, man, yeah. You your go, your go drummer, look. what's the drummer's name? His name is uh, Rasta Christopher. Okay, Christopher. Christopher, yeah, he's like a Rastafari. It's a good band. I like it. But anyways, thanks for you guys for listening. Check us out on Facebook. Give us a like. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, and give us five star ratings, and we'll read your five star rating on the, on the air when we get some. Nobody's doing it yet. And if you have a suggestion, put it on our show. That's page. right. Uh, next Emergency week, exit podcast. We'll talk uh, probably about a conspiracy or something. We'll figure it out. In the meantime. Thanks for listening. This has been Emergency Exit. For Andy and Los, I say, that's right. <laughs>